In episode 12, we're talking about learning to trust in our own vision and trusting our ability to commit to something that we are passionate about. Trust even though you can't see the whole path ahead of you because one step at a time is all that is called for in this present moment. We're talking about the fact that the steps that you take today helps to build your path towards your vision. And when we are building our path, we don't necessarily know every step along the way, and that's okay. I'm using the example of creating and putting out the call of the Voicing Our Visibility campaign and the fact that I don't know what that full path looks like because I'm inviting Indigenous women who feel called to be a part of this to participate. So they are each bringing their own individual energy perspective into what it is they feel called to. And I can't know in this moment what the outcome of that is going to look like. So this particular example is a real ability for me to grow and to detach from the outcome and instead allow the potential of something much greater than I set out to achieve. Welcome to Cultures of Change, the podcast, where we are having conversations about healing our identity. We bring you the strategies and conscious thinking for you to grow your confidence and understand your abilities to create the future that you choose. For much of my life, I carried the feeling that I wasn't Māori enough. Growing up in Australia, disconnected from my country and being immersed in my culture, That was until I realised everything I was yearning for was within me. My mana is my own and I am enough. I'm Erica McCready, a proud Māori woman living on Yugambeh land. I'm a cross-cultural communication specialist and have worked with hundreds of First Nations people globally. I'm the co-founder of Cultures of Change and I am passionate about supporting Indigenous women to find their inner wisdom These conversations draw on the power and knowledge of the strong women who have walked before us. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Healing Our Identity podcast. I want to start, as we always start, acknowledging the traditional custodians of the land, seas and waters where I live and work, the Yugambeh language groups, as I acknowledge your ancestors and wherever it is you're tuning in from, and I acknowledge my ancestors Ngāti Rokoa, Te Aitangata Ahawati, as well as my English bloodline. In this episode, I want to talk about learning to trust your own vision, honouring your ability to commit to that vision and being able to commit to it even though you may not know how it's going to happen. So last night I wrote out a quote that I put up on our social media pages and it says, learn to trust in your vision and your commitment to it. Trust even though you can't see the whole path. One step at a time is all the present calls for. It's words that just came to me. I wrote them out. They made sense and I put it up. And I want to talk into them because there's a bigger backstory to what it's saying. And for me, it's really talking about three different things. The first thing is learning to trust in your vision. 
and honouring your ability to commit to something you are wholeheartedly passionate about. Number two is trusting that you can create that into your reality without knowing the full how, why, when path to take. And number three, we only take one step at a time. So in this moment, right now, you just need to take one step towards that vision. So I want to start by giving an example of how I have operated through the majority of my working life and also my personal life. And that is being a strategic planner. I have managed many different projects that require you to step out how you are going to deliver every single step of the program and the exact outcomes that you're going to get. And over time, working in this space for over 12 years, it starts at the funding grant stage. You write out your strategy as to how you're going to get the outcomes, the project delivery stage, and then at the end, you identify that you did get the outcomes that you said you would get. What I really want to go into is the habits and conditions that we create, develop and fine-tune over time that sometimes don't serve us completely. What I mean by that is when we are setting out and creating a strategic plan for something to happen, whether it is a work or a personal situation, we do it in our personal life as well. We have plans, we have goals, we work towards them every day, we refine them, we re-clarify them, we hit challenges with them, we reassess. And the pathway that we envisioned we would take when we set out and made a plan around this particular vision was more or less straight. When we actually achieve it, we look back and the path is anything but straight. It's up, down, around. It's gone in circles a few times. You may have gone backwards at points, leaped forwards in other points, but you get there in the end. And so there's nothing new about, and there's nothing against planning. Planning is a beautiful visualization tool that does help us to clarify and keep on track as to what it is we are choosing to create in our now moment. Sometimes when we hit the challenges on these paths, they can really derail us and they can either stop us moving forward completely. We decide that this is not for us and we're going to abandon this particular vision and we're going to start again on something new. Or they derail us for a short, a long period of time. We go through a challenging moment and we decide, no, we're still committed to the vision. We get back up and we keep making a step forward when we're ready to do that after we've gone through the challenge that has been presented to us. It seems to me it's really important to acknowledge the visions that we have coming from a greater place with a long-term goal and a long-term outcome and perhaps something that we're continually working at every day or regularly at least. Because I think that when visions don't have a long-term goal, 
and they really are short-term success or they don't come from a place of passion or of heart, then it's easier to abandon them when things get hard or challenging. It can also be really derailing when things don't go according to plan and we can beat ourselves up about the fact that we had planned out every single step. So how can the outcome not be what I thought it would be? And it can be challenging to learn, but this is control and our lack of flexibility. And this is why sometimes, and for me now, we don't need to know the full path. We just need to know the first step, the second step, maybe the third step. But trust that the step we take in this moment is taking us towards revealing the step that comes at four, five, and six. We start upon our path knowing what we choose to achieve, knowing what our vision is really clearly, but we may not know every single step to get there and that's perfect. For me, it allows new magic to happen at any moment. It also allows us to release control that we may be holding or gripping on how every step is going to take place and at what point it's going to happen. For me, as a strategic planner, that's what we're going to call it. I was very used to, from an industry perspective, of planning out each step so that we were accountable at every single moment for what we said we would achieve. And there's a lot of merit in that. And there's also a lot of necessity in that because there are many different people involved. There are many different organizations involved and there's also an investment involved. And so you do have different layers of accountability in these situations. One thing that I did realize as I started to really dive into this learning of not needing to know every single part to reach my vision, and this is some deep work over the last couple of years that really only feels like it's kind of landing really recently for me. And that's not from lack of willing. That was more of still being fully conditioned to know each step and be able to support and help each step to happen. One thing I did notice about my work was honoring parts of the way in which I did strategically plan to allow new opportunities and new perspectives to come in, whether I realized it fully in those moments or not. And that was because there were other people involved in the delivery or the outcome of the project. So we had to have really broad objectives so that we could actually meet community needs, so that we could meet what actually people wanted on ground. We're going to take a short break here and just remembering that we still have our voicing, our visibility campaign open for another week. You're going to hear about it now on the ad break and I'm going to be talking into it. This is the example I want to talk about following your vision even though you can't see the full path. Hi guys, what is it that you choose to challenge? For International Women's Day, we're putting together a Healing Our Identity Voice Our Visibility campaign. And I'm calling on you as an Indigenous woman to put forward your voice 
and take a stand on what it is that you want to see changed. All you have to do is go to www.healingouridentity.com Get passionate and be heard about what you feel really strongly about. I encourage you to share this with anyone else you think will resonate and want to be part of this campaign. Go to www.healingouridentity.com I'm really excited about this and I'm so glad that you're going to join us. When we acknowledge our own ability to commit to something, so when I look back on what I've said I will create, do, see through, I have always seen it through. Other people had trust in me in this space, but it didn't necessarily reflect in my own individual trust for myself to see through my visions. And it was easy for me to make up excuses or reasons why which were the vision might be too big, which by the way, there is no vision too big. There's no glass ceiling. There's no capping. There's no particular size a vision has to be. Some visions are short-term. Some visions are long-term. Some visions are big. Some are small. They're all your own visions. So that side note. But yeah, really honoring that when I commit to something, I do commit and I do see it through. So to give you a working example of the ability to trust in the vision that I have for the Voicing Our Visibility campaign, even though I can't see the whole path and even though I can't guarantee what the outcome will look like, you can never guarantee how something's going to turn out. You can only hope, plan, visualize and try your best to create it. But the Voicing Our Visibility campaign, as you know, is a call out for Indigenous women to voice how they feel about what they choose to challenge in light of this year's International Women's Day. Very specifically, there is no boundaries or rules around what someone chooses to talk about because this is an honest question. What is it that you choose to challenge? The other thing I realized about this campaign that I've called it, this initiative, is that it's not funded and there is a whole lot of magic in that in itself. There are no other priorities to fulfill through a contracted investment. And so it really is a very raw and I'd like to think very real call out for as many different Indigenous women's perspectives on what it is they choose to challenge. And I feel very passionate about being able to support a platform and develop a video output as well as a Healing Our Identity episode from the audio and put it out there. I feel very, very passionate about sharing the wisdom that Indigenous women have to share, that they choose to share without any kind of boundaries or layers around them. And so I don't know what we will be receiving in. I don't know what people are going to be drawn to talk about and that's all okay. So I don't know what the whole path looks like. And as a result, I don't have control over how people do their videos, but there's a beauty in that as well because it is real and it's raw. The other part of this whole experience that has shown itself in the last week is that 
there is a possibility to create something from very little or limited resources. And the vision I have is very powerful. And I believe that it's powerful because all of our voices are powerful when we choose to use it men and women, when we choose to stand up and use our voice, this is a very powerful thing that we have available to us. And with technology and social media the way it is, we can broadcast our messages to the masses very easily. So with you listening to this thinking, wow, I wonder what's going to come out of it. I hear you because I think the same thing. And that is the key to what I'm talking about as well in terms of not knowing all the path. And as a well-seasoned project manager, it's a very interesting action to take and to put it out there. But at the end of the day, it was really easy to do because my vision is to support raw, unedited platforms for Indigenous women to speak about their perspectives because there's so much to learn when we listen to anybody's experience and the stories that they choose to share. There is so much wisdom in every single one of those. And if I can do my bit to support that in any kind of way, then this is part of my greater vision. The last part of that quote talks about one step at a time is all the present calls for, which is true. So in regards to the Voicing Our Visibility campaign, the first step for me was to put it out there and to let people know about it. The second step was to create and provide a level of support around how people can become a part, be a part of it. And I wanted to try and make it as accessible as possible. And it's a really interesting process and a really growing, stretching me in many different ways to just absolutely trust that this will attract whoever feels called to. This will attract whoever is feeling passionate about wanting to voice something. And it's all inspired through the theme for this year's International Women's Day, which just really got me choose to challenge And I've talked about this before over the last few weeks about the fact that one choose is asking you personally what your choice is, what you choose to talk about, what you choose to challenge. When we challenge something, we take a step towards creating an opportunity for change to occur, for change to flow on from the challenge that has been created And when we voice this, we allow others who hear our perspectives that resonate with that particular example, that particular story, who you particularly are, also then join and say, yes, I also agree with that. Yes, I also agree with that. We feel empowered to hear their story and think, wow, I think that as well. Yes, I want to do that as well. And it's the stone in the ocean, the stone in the river, which is a tiny stone in a huge body of water, which creates the first ripple effect. That ripple goes over the whole water body over time. And so this is what this is. So wrapping up, learn to trust in your vision and your commitment to it. Trust even though you can't see the whole path. One step at a time is all the present calls for. So there is a lot of power in the now moment. There's a lot of power in being present and acknowledging that what you do today creates a ripple effect for what you're choosing to create in your future. What 
your vision is. I hope this conversation has been helpful and just take a moment to think into what it is you are creating for yourself in the future. What's your vision? And think about the step that you can make today towards that happening. And then I encourage you to have that same conversation with yourself every day. What is the step I'm taking today, right now, towards my vision? Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Cultures of Change, Healing Our Identity. If you liked this episode and it resonated with you, please share amongst your networks so we can get the message out to more women who need to hear it. Please tag me in any shares on Facebook or Instagram at Cultures of Change and feel free to reach out, message me or check out our website www.culturesofchange.com.au. Remember to like and subscribe to our podcast so you know when our next new episode is out. Thank you so much for joining me for these conversations. I love having you here and I look forward to seeing you in the next one.